You wake up in the middle of a forest. Your eyes open to tall, dark trees. You don't know how you got there, what you're doing, or where to go. What direction do you take? What instincts do you follow? Are you looking for something or someone? What does this journey mean to you? We're talking about limbo. What's up, everybody, and welcome to 3VO, where we're all on the same team. I'm your host, Jordan. And I'm your other host, Brendan. And if you're new here, we are just two big old nerds that just love, love, absolutely love video games and just love talking about them. So if you two were like us and just absolutely love video games so much you have to scream about it, then this is definitely the place for you. Today, we're going to be talking about the indie platformer Limbo. But before we get to all that, as always, I've got to check in. Brendan, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, I'm I'm pretty busy right now. Really? I've had a lot of time for for gaming, like a little bit. But okay. Mostly, uh, I'm planning for our wedding, mm-hmm. uh, so a lot lot of that going on. Thank you. Um, uh, most of my attention is directed towards that, but uh, I've been doing some like digital art. I've been getting into like using yeah. Procreate. Um, uh, I made a little gift for the podcast that's kind of cute. I'm very proud it's of it. It's super cute. I Let's love it so it much. right here. <laughs> yeah, can we please throw it in? I love it. I love it so much. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so no, just kind of like dicking around and, and um, you know, working mm-hmm. all the time. And when I'm not doing that, I'm like just getting ready for the wedding or studying Spanish because we're going to Mexico. For oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and like I, I speak a decent amount of Spanish, but like right. I, I need to like uh, practice. Yeah, well, you also have, you also know like Latin a bit too, so it's like that probably that has to be like a it big helps. stepping stone into almost any language. It helps. Well, any Romance language, absolutely. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that was so many years ago. True. Um, so so yeah, so I'm practicing. I'm on Duolingo. Uh, we're not sponsored, but like, no. Shout out to Duolingo. I used Duolingo for a little bit when I was going to learn French. Oh and was, yeah, and it was it was working great, but I just like I just fell out of it. Yeah, it's it it can be hard to, to yeah. keep up. But yeah, I mean, that's... can we get back in? Just knowing a second language, I feel like is super helpful. Mm-hmm. And Spanish, especially living in California, is oh, just yeah, absolutely has to be just like the best thing. It's it's very helpful. It was nice when I was working uh, at my previous job because I could help people. Uh, in English and in Spanish mm-hmm. and in American Sign Language, uh, we had a couple of deaf uh, folks that would come in. So that's that was, right. That was pretty cool. <laughs> ASL, ASL is a language that like you know pretty well, right? Like <sighs> I would not say that I'm fluent. I think I know more. Spanish. I, 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 I I wouldn't say for really. Oh yeah. Well, I, took you... eight, I took eight years of Spanish. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's just first like, through eighth grade. Yeah. It's just I know the one thing I know of you is I've always seen you using sign language. Oh, so well, it's. <laughs> I mean, I, I I try to keep up with it, but it's it's like anything, you know, if you don't practice, you lose True. it. So I've, I've been out of practice quite True. Quite and that was in college when you guys were all taking, like, an ASL class of mm-hmm. some sort, so mm-hmm. that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but other, much. Than, other than that, um, I have been playing um, uh, a newer game called The Ascent. I don't know if you've seen. It's a new... I just saw it on Game Pass, and I didn't... Yeah. I, I, I saw it, I didn't look at it, though. So it's a, it's a top-down RPG-esque okay. in the vein of, like, um, like, 
I, I want to say a certain top-down game, but I also don't want to, like, shout out that game in that studio because of the things that are going around. So we can, I, <laughs> we separate the work from the, from the creators. Well, it's, well, I mean, yeah, and the plus it's just, it's just like, well, just like, we could talk about the fucking elephant in the room. It's just like, there's a big, there's a big lawsuit happening right now with um, Activision and Blizzard because mm-hmm. it turns out there were a lot of really gross, shitty people that worked at those companies. Mm-hmm. And even grosser, shittier people were turns out we're covering it up uh-huh. <laughs> instead of actually trying to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but it's like you know th- these are all things that got made before we knew like yeah. about all this shit. Very so good. it's very, and a little separation. Yeah, a little separation there. Yeah. Well, it's in the vein of Diablo. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, it's not so like high fantasy. It's like cyberpunk. So you have like I like it guns and like tech abilities and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, right now, it's very buggy, which okay. is a drag because I think the game could be really good and really enjoyable. Um, but it's really brand new. They're just like have to work out the kinks of it. I think they're just working out the kinks of it. Which is fine. Um, which is yeah, totally fine. And smaller developer company too. I'm assuming. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I didn't. Uh, I am ill prepared. <laughs> it's not what I came to talk about. Today. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> How about you? What have you been up to? Um, it's been it has been a busy couple weeks for me as well. Um, a lot in the nerd category, oh. uh, thankfully, which has been nice. Um, I've just kind of taken the last couple weeks as looks like mandates and more lockdown stuff is starting to roll back in. As things being as they fucking are, I've just kind of been hit with the stress of it. So I've just been like, all right. So when I get home, I'm just gonna go and do things that make me less stressed, which has been playing video games. Thankfully, nice, nice. And but. As we're approaching the season of this boops, <laughs> I've been kind of feeling I've been kind of feeling that a bit more. And also as far as that I went, I have the two I have two of the remakes for Resident Evil two and three mm-hmm. that have been sitting in my Xbox and I haven't touched them at oh. all. Well, I touched two, but then I got lost in the views because it's a puzzle game <laughs> on top of being a survival horror game. Just so, act yourself like that, Jordan. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just it's, <laughs> I got confused, so I so so I was just like you know fuck it, okay, I'm gonna sit there, I'm gonna dedicate time, I'm gonna play them. And, I've, and I'm happy to announce that I've beaten Resident Evil 2 and 3. <laughs> oh, yeah, very nice. Well, 2 was a, was a bit tricky because it's a big puzzle mm-hmm. game, too. So, like, actually beating the game takes, like, five hours at most. Mm-hmm. But figuring all the stuff out is where mm-hmm. your time really goes into. Um, 3 is a straight-up arcade shooter. Which I don't mean is like a bad thing. It was just like, but that was just able to. It is what it is. Yeah, it's each, very linear. Each, each, each moment of the game was basically just like, go find this thing, run back. And then just like, and that was kind of basically or just like the biggest thing was like a little maze thing I had to navigate myself through, but it wouldn't even that wasn't that bad. Hmm. And then, other than that, the other thing I've been dedicating all my nerd time to, which I'm very happy about. Um, for those who don't know, me and Brendan are into uh D&D and are currently going through a campaign with our buddy Connor, who's been our DM. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got interested in wanting to DM, so I'm currently working on putting together uh stuff for a campaign. It's, it's the starter kit campaign, it's the mines. Mine's um, Van Dalver. thank you. Um, but, like, I'm kind of going through it, looking at, and, like, I'm keeping the structure pretty much the same, but I'm just kind of adding in my own flavor in little spots, because I'm just, like, because in some spots it's just, like, and they walk into a shop, and, like, if you play one of the shop, they got this and this and this. I'm just, like, mm-hmm. okay, but what's the shopkeeper like? <laughs> like, okay, so, like, you know, what, what, what are they up to? So I'm just, like, now I'm giving it a little bit more of my own Trying personality to, uh, in there as well. Some... Yeah. Sprinkle in some flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'm just like, if it's my campaign, I'm going to make it my campaign. No, absolutely. And, you know, I think that's a really good quality to have as a DM if you can, like, put a lot of that into things beforehand. Yeah. I'm the total opposite. I'm like, I can't think anything out. I have to make it up in the moment. Otherwise, really? it will not be good. Oh, yeah. 
oh yeah, I'm always flying by the seat of the, my pants when I'm DMing. Oh, I'm sure it's going to end up happening anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, no matter what, that's probably going to be happening. Very true. But no, I'm just no, like, oh, let's give it a shot, see what happens. One of the, one of the um, best pieces of advice I've heard from a DM, who I can't credit because I can't remember who said it, um, I want to say it was Gus the Bard on TikTok, but I could be totally wrong. Um, it might be Brendan Lee Mulligan. But the piece of advice is whether you make it up 10 days before or you make it up 10 seconds before, mm -hmm. you made it up. Right. Like, oh, no, it's true. <laughs> that sounds like a Brendan Lee Mulligan line. It sounds like a Brendan Lee <laughs> Very Mulligan much line. sounds like a Brendan Lee Mulligan line. Mm -hmm. I, I, I wish I could properly credit uh, who had said it. I don't yeah. feel bad. But no, but yeah. yeah. I've been watching his podcast where he just talks about like D&D. Oh, the Adventuring Academy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which has been really, really cool. Yeah. And just, and I'm a big Critical Role fan, so just like watching that yeah, Mercer yeah. DM has just been oh yeah, absolutely inspiring and really fun. Absolutely. So and just like yeah. so, so I I mentioned that in our last uh, like little fucking session that we had. I told our DM Connor I was just like I'm so sad I waited this long to admit I wanted to play this game. So I'm 32 and now I'm getting I, I no regrets about like time or whatnot, but I'm just like I could have been having this much could've fun like 10 years ago. Are you yeah. kidding me? Come on, what was I doing? Hmm. I was I being such a prick? <laughs> Well, you had to wait for it to become popular, and then you're like, okay, I'll try it. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. That really wasn't it. Because there's other popular things that I have. I have no interest in Fortnite. <laughs> That's like the biggest game on the planet well, right We now. know why that is. <laughs> yeah. And you can make money playing it, too, so it's like... <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> you can make money doing anything, though. It's true. Capitalism. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> so let's fade out on that. <laughs> All right, now that we've got all that out of the way, we've ventured through our own proverbial forest in a way. <laughs> Let's go and talk about Limbo. So Limbo is a 2D platformer developed by indie developer Play Dead Studio. In it, you play as a nameless boy who awakens in the middle of a forest on the edge of hell in search for their sister. So immediately, something that I really, really appreciate about this game is the fact that I've played this game a dozen times. I think originally when I got it, I was only missing one achievement for it, and that was to play through it without dying at all. <laughs> it's such a like, why would you do that? Why would you go through that kind of hell? Um, but all those details I mentioned about it being on the edge of hell or looking for your sister, that's not in the game. No, not at all. Yeah, and that's not a critique on the game itself. <laughs> what I really appreciate about this game is how much it leaves up for the player to decide right what everything in the game means mm -hmm. absolutely it's very up to interpretation it's very it's completely vague there's no yeah. text in the whole game there's nothing there's not even any well i mean like there's little I, no or is that inside no, no no in this one there's like little notes that are kind of like extra bits and pieces you could find mm. that kind of give you some hints as to like other things happening in oh. this world of limbo i guess mm. but like other than that yeah you're right there's like no text there's no like mm -hmm. and there's no narration or anything either there's there's nothing to indicate exactly what there's you're like barely music they're barely, barely music. I don't even know if I don't want to say as music. It's more ambient background sound, which is yeah. technically what music is. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> but what I mean that, but what I mean by that is like it's not how you think of music in a game traditionally. Yeah, it's not like it's more setting the the environment and the tone. Yeah, more than yeah. Anything. There's a couple moments like where you're going through like the big rotating. Um, 
rooms and you're like kind of moving kind of fast trying not to die those i think have some underscoring music but yeah. it's very minimal yeah oh yeah and the first part where the spider creeps up to you and one uh, other some stuff there which is we are definitely going to be talking about <laughs> the spider because that's one of the best best things in a video game on the planet absolutely i love that shit so much but it's but it's just like it's 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 just like the way that i kind of saw it was just like it is leaving it up for you to fill in the blanks mm-hmm, absolutely and something else i like about the game too is that it is it, it kind of assumes a knowledge of gaming or it's at least at a certain point, I feel like at this point it assumes that platformers are so old school and ingrained in gaming culture that it doesn't even give you like props for like how to run the game. There's no like gameplay like no. hints and whatnot. It's just mm-hmm. like you start off and it's just like I'm gonna go right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and and it's three controls. It's it's ru- it's move, jump, grab. Mm-hmm. That's all you got. Yep, that's all you got for the game. Mm-hmm. And it's all just the just like for me, any game that could have. A very simple gaming mechanic and still managed to center a whole game around all simple mechanics is mm-hmm. fucking perfect to me. Mm-hmm. I um I I wholeheartedly agree. I think it's really cool that there is like an official like interpretation of the game. I no, guess. I love it. I love it. But because it, it's so strange, because like for me, I'm like I didn't get any of that from the game. That's not even what I came up with to fill in the blanks. Really? Myself, you know what I? Yeah. No, not at all. Like, I so mean, what was your take on it? Then? Well, okay, the game is called limbo yes so we can assume that you're in limbo like mm-hmm. that's i think that's a given um but that's i mean aside from that and the menu that's like really the only like important text that you see yeah in the game yeah um and so like the girl that you're kind of following that yeah. you only see like once at the beginning and then once at the end where do you see her at the beginning you see it like it's like a like for a second you like come up and she's sitting there and then you have to like go back for some reason, and then when you come back through, she's gone, and the whole place that you're in looks. Different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah. I remember what that mm-hmm. part is, but you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. No, Garrett. Oh, had, Garrett had to point it out to me. I was like, you saw it. You're right. You go, yeah. you go running up, and then one of the worms jumps into your head. Yes, 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 yes. Which yes, we gotta yes. talk about the worms thing. Well, too, yeah, yeah. Such yeah. A we're, we'll, we'll get there. We're gonna, we're gonna get there. We're getting there. I have patience. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's um, it's like the first or second worm. Um, you come up, you get wormed, and then you have to walk backwards because of the worm. Uh, if someone is watching is not playing the game, that's such a confusing statement. You know, just like, oh, you know, you walk up and you get wormed. You get wormed. And then you go back. You get dewormed. <laughs> it's a, let, let's just explain real quick. It's, it's a game about running a veterinary clinic. And... <laughs> what a weird game. <laughs> you know vet simulators out there. Probably. It exists. Yeah. Um... So so let's dive into some of the um, the things that you do uh, in Limbo. Oh my god, absolutely. Uh, other, other than walking and grabbing and jumping. <laughs> yeah. But, that, but when you break it down, I mean this is a compliment, that is what you're doing. You're walking, grabbing, and jumping things. But just the way that they are able to stretch those simple mechanics out through a game that's... If you know what you're doing, like three hours long, four hours long maybe? Um, yeah. At the most, probably, something yeah, like that. Maybe two? I was able to beat, I beat it in two days, but that was just because I had other shit to do, so mm-hmm. I had to stop at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And this game still had some moments of puzzle mechanics that I was just like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, definitely. There's a couple of points where you're just like, Whoa. Which is the only thing that is frustrating about not getting hints, because you're just like, I don't, I don't know how <laughs> or what. But it's also one of those really annoying puzzle games where once you kind of go, oh, I get it, you're like, God damn, God damn it, it was so easy. Yeah, definitely. Um, so anyway, so you wake up, you're in the middle of the woods, and you have uh, a character mm-hmm. uh, that wakes up uh, and is like, 
here I am. Yeah. <laughs> and it is very clearly a small boy. Mm -hmm. Like, you are a child in this game, in this world. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and you're walking through this, like, monochrome world. Yeah. Um, and You could argue there's three colors in this game. It's, like, black, white, and then some gray. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> You couldn't argue it. That is... I mean, well, I mean, just that like... Is it. <laughs> well, I think in a typical description, you'd be like, the game's black and white. That's yeah, what yeah, I mean. Absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> um, and, yeah, it just sets you off, and you just start going. Mm -hmm. uh, and then creepy stuff starts to happen. Some of the creepiest shit I've ever seen that didn't include just a ton of graphics. Like, this is... This is sort of very counter to our Outlast episode, in a certain sense, where... I mean, only just because, like... Atlas was a much sort of bigger game on a certain scope, so you had like more graphics. So like, um, and like, you had a lot of details you were able to go into in terms of like seeing the bone on like the guy's fingers as they get cut off, and like <laughs> just watching blood fly out from characters and whatnot. Uh -huh. um, this game still to me has some of the most brutal deaths <laughs> I've ever watched. They're somehow more gruesome. There is less detail. There's something about that's something way about. more gruesome. I don't know if it's that thing where it's like. Because you always get the argument of, like, the, the book that the movie's based on is always going to be scarier because it's left to your imagination. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if there's something <clears> to keeping it so simple visually that yeah. your brain kind of fills in the gaps. Absolutely. I think and that's exactly what, what And that makes it worse. Yeah. It's like having the deaths occur off stage and just talking about it. Or right. off, off screen yeah. in a movie or something. Or, like, you see the shadow of the, you know, hanging yeah. body or whatever it is. It makes it... Ten times worse. Yeah, yeah, I think it's exactly the same. Yeah, and also the fact that you're a child <laughs> that's <laughs> getting yeah. killed over and over and over. And that's the thing, and that you bring it up, you're gonna die. <laughs> you are going to die in this um, game. unless you've played it a couple times and you know what you're doing and you're going for the no death achievement. But yeah. like the first time through, you're going to die a lot, mm -hmm. and like it becomes kind of a part of the game. Like it's its yeah. own mechanic. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the death is a part of the game, which is. Interesting, considering it's a game about death. <laughs> yeah, very much. Um, yeah, but or at least assumed a game about death. I mean, um, again, you just I you just kind of guess that based off the title and going into the game. There's nothing that really indicates that. Like, no, this could just be a really creepy forest. Yeah, that's it. Could be, <laughs> arguably, it could be. Arguably. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk about the spider. We brought him up earlier. So at the beginning of the game, as you go through, there's a great section that I and I love how this little part plays out. You're just kind of walking along this little section, and you start to walk slower and slower and slower. And I think you've kind of gone through some cobwebs earlier that would indicate that there's something mm -hmm. else there. Mm -hmm. But and you see some stuff in the foreground as you're moving along in the game too. I think I think it's, you see something kind of scramble away or something like that. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. yeah. Um, but then, and you kind of get slower and slower and slower as you're walking along, and then you realize, oh, I'm stuck and I can't move. And then you look around, and you're like, oh, I'm in like something's nest. <laughs> and then just huge. Fucking like for scale for it, I would guess the spider's like maybe like 20, 30 feet, something crazy like that. It's yeah, huge. It's huge. It's huge. But it's not like a tarantula. But what I love about the details is that it's not like a tarantula, mm -hmm, which no. we recognize as being bigger than normal spiders. It looks like a black widow almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a black widow. No, yeah, black widow. Yeah, black widow. Sorry. Black widow. <laughs> Don't ask what just happened to me. <laughs> Don't ask. It's fine. We're good. We're doing fine. I just got off work. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but what you're saying is it's got long spindly legs. Really long spindly like legs, legs. And the big body on the back of it and whatnot. And mm -hmm. it, but it's, again, it's and it's one of the creepiest things I've seen. It's just black. Oh, yeah. And it comes in and it just grabs you and it wraps you up in a little thing. And uh, No, no. Oh, no, you get out first, right? And yeah, then you... it's a little bit later. That is a little bit later. I'm not sure what's first, but that, I mean, that, that happens. It does. Um, 
<clears throat> I think the first run in with the spider is maybe uh where you're you're coming up to it and it's like kind of behind a tree and its legs are kind of <gasps> hanging out. You're right. I forgot about yeah. the one of the better parts. And like you have to like kind of creep up to it and then it'll lift the leg up at you. And then if you hang there too long, it'll go. And yeah, like exactly. Scare you. Scare you right through the head and then lift you up and then just drag you off somewhere to eat you. I guess. Yep. Uh, very gruesome. And you have to take the bear traps. Yes, you're right. That you you're cleverly right, right. jumped over before. You have to go back over, grab them, and drag them over to the spider. And then, like, lure it out so it's, like, gonna stab you. But then it stabs the bear trap instead, and it gets its leg off. <laughs> you have to get the timing right, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. <clears throat> and then the spider is like, oh, it's on. <laughs> yeah, and then the spider's just, like, gunning for you for another big chunk of the game, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the first, like, third of the game. You're right, so then the part I'm talking about is when you get stuck trying to walk through its web, mm-hmm. and then it picks you up and just wraps you up, and then it sticks you in the web. Mm-hmm. Which I love, too, because it's, like, it's kind of video gamey in terms of, like, the big baddie not killing the yeah. main hero right away, mm-hmm. but it's also one hundred percent what spiders do. Yeah, <laughs> so it makes sense within like the yeah, yeah, the lore yeah. of the game itself. Yeah, you have to wiggle your way out of there, mm-hmm. and then it's just you. And then now you can't grab anything. You yeah, just like, you're like all wrapped up. Hop along. It's like you're this little mummy just kind of going through the game for a little while. Yep. As the spider comes and chases after you again, the tension in that little chase. Ooh. Is when you're on the like when you're wrapped up and you're on like the rock. The rolling rock. The rolling rock. And you have to, like, inch forward to make it move. Because you got to get it going, because you you. can't go too fast or you're going to fall off. Yeah. But you can't go too slow or the spider's going to fucking get you. It is another, to me, example of just, like, I am, Brendan knows this, I'm I'm a huge, huge fan of the horror genre, like, in general, like, in whatever way that I can consume it. Video games and books, to me, will always be the best. Because, like we said earlier with books, is that it's, like, it's your imagination. It's sort of like however you want to interpret it and whatever you're going to come up with in your head is way worse. Horror and games to me is on a different level too just because like it is such a feeling of actual, closest thing to a feeling of actual terror. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's, you're there. You're, you're controlling control. it. You're yeah. in control and you're trying to, and you're making sure you don't try to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you feel one-to-one with the character. Yeah. It's the same, it's the same reason that games, like I think we talked about this in Outlast. It's mm-hmm. like, like you feel so like, affected by what's happening or like in bioshock you're so affected by the plot and what's happening as you play it out because you are that character yeah yeah Yeah. and it's it's just it's so much more visceral yeah in that sense too absolutely absolutely um uh what happens with the spider oh my god (laughs) also gruesome it's also very very gruesome i don't remember the exact chain of events but eventually you get to crush it with a giant boulder (laughs) eventually like you've gotten so like you crunch a couple of legs uh at the beginning and then the spider's gone in for you yep uh and then you like kind of like it chases you for a while, and then it, like, falls down a ravine or something, yes. and then you're like, cool, maybe I'm done. And then it's like, oh, I'm still coming for you. And oh, no, it, you fall down a ravine. Your uh, character falls down a ravine, that's how you get out of the webs, and then you run away, because I think that's when you encounter the people for the first time. Maybe. Maybe. But eventually, the spider gets down to, like, one leg on its, like, body, and it's, like, still coming for yep. you. And then you've got to grab and rip its last arm Which is, again, it's so... <laughs> The first time, the, I don't know if you remember the first time playing this game, but I have a distinct memory of the first time playing it and that happening and me just kind of looking at it going, that's not what it wants me to do right now, is it? That can't, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe I need to grab the leg and just like drag the whole thing over to use the body. Right. And then I just started pulling and then it went. It's such a sound. And yeah. I was just, 
And my first thought was just like, well, I can't eat crab anymore. Because <laughs> it's what it reminded me of, of like cracking the joint in the crab leg and then pulling it apart. <laughs> well, <clears throat> hey, misery loves company, all right? <laughs> if I'm going to suffer, you're going to suffer with me. Let's change the subject. <laughs> also, totally not true. The first time I played this game was like when it came out, and I had and I had crab legs like a month ago. <laughs> so clearly, it Good. didn't actually affect me. Good, I'm glad. Um, but so, the sound and the pull and the little yeah. tendons that are still attached for a second—it's all just like it's, it's all small. really gruesome. I think that's the bonus too of like sort of simplifying your imagery and like your color palette too, because then you could just be like, oh, but like these little intricate little details. Yeah. Those get to be, like, way bigger and cooler now, too. Yeah, that's actually a really interesting point, um, because everything is very, like, cartoony, mm -hmm. like, cartoon-esque. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you're, then, yeah, you're the little boy cutout looks like it's from, like, a 1930s, like, oh, yeah. pro-war poster totally. or something like that. Yeah, very Fallout, that, that yes. little character, yeah. yes. Um, but, yeah, so when you have, like, the gruesome deaths or, um, like, like that... You can get those really fine details, and it heightens those because they stand out so much apart from the mm. rest of the style. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and that's the ultimate demise of the big bad spider. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's it's we're kind of jumping all over the place with this, which is fun. I'm not complaining about it. But <laughs> the other thing that I that I think is interesting too in the game is that, and I remember this too from the first time playing it, is the discovery of the other people other that people exist in the in world here. too. Mm -hmm. And then that, that that happening, and then the discovery of like, oh no, they're my enemy. <laughs> Very quickly. <laughs> and it's just like, again, no indication of like, how long, I'm assume, I mean, like you get the clues that like they've been here for a while because they have like traps and buildings and like things like that established and like mm -hmm. clearly some sort of like a village, like a culture society that they've kind of been, or a, a society they've been able to yeah. sort of develop. But it's interesting there's no indication for like why as an outsider all of a sudden they're just like going for you full too. aggro yeah full aggro against you like mm -hmm. you get spears thrown at you they have traps they're trying to get you with mm -hmm. a really annoying intricate one with two of the bear traps on little like ropes that come swinging down at you at different oh times my gosh, I, I hate that, that part, part so fucking much yeah i um i don't know if you thought this but when i was playing it through the first time when i saw the people i had as a gamer i had the reaction of like oh cool like i'm gonna I'm gonna maybe talk to them. I'm gonna like find out more about the story. Like we've had all of this. Hundred like, percent. I assumed it was gonna yeah. be an NPC who would give me the yeah, info yeah, dump. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, here's what's going on. Here's what's been happening. Like exactly. da 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 da, and then nothing. nothing. They just tried to kill me. Yeah, and that's. I think that makes it even more of a letdown when they turn out to be enemies. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah, but it's also cool in that sense too because I think it, it's still using sort of. It's kind of using your own, like, assumptions about what a game is going to be against you. Yeah. Because we both assume, like, oh, NPCs are going to help me out here. Nah, they're trying to kill me. And then that's just, like, such a jarring thing as a gamer to be like, oh, so there's just nothing friendly in this world at all. I am right. just running and trying to get away from things. Okay. Cool. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Um, another unfriendly thing are the worms. The brain worms. Those little goddamn fucking worms. <laughs> Those little shits. The first time with the glow, <coughs> when it when it gets you, can be really jarring as a player. Oh yeah. Because like, I got the I remember distinctly the first time I was playing through. I got wormed, and I didn't even know what was happening because I was mm -hmm. still going in the same direction that I wanted to be going in anyway. I just like I was like, oh, I can't jump. So I thought, okay, cool. Like I can't I 
can't jump. Whatever. Yeah. You're like, this worm means I can't jump. Mm-hmm. It's like my first thing. And then so I was like, kept going, kept going, kept going. And then I got to a point where I like was like, oh, I should go back. And then I couldn't. And I was like, wait, wait, what's going on? Like, yeah. <laughs> it was so distressing. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I totally get that. I had a similar one this last time playing it where way later in the game you get hit by one again but it's like you gotta make the water go up at a certain level yeah yeah yeah. and then there's a ladder you have to get onto and like sort of jump over into a different area um and so and so i did that and i already knew the path because i played the game before so i was like oh i'll just skip the whole section where i get lost and get turned around and da 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 i'll just go left hop up the ladder go right and hop up the thing if you're already set on the path to go left with the worm, yep. you're well, gonna keep you're going, gonna keep going left. left. Yeah. So I tried to so it let me hop off and go right, but then it just made my little fucking dude just turn the fuck back around. <laughs> and he just went into the water. Yep, yep, and drowned. And I think that's the like that was what the game developers were trying to communicate is like oh, absolutely. the worms want you to get to water and drown. Yeah. Um, because I think you see it happen on another NPC. Yeah, the, the, the first introduction to him is you walk up to this little body of water and you yeah. see another one of the humans with one the little glory worm stuck in his head mm-hmm. and he just walks into the water. Right. Um, so the thing with the worm... And then you have to use his body to hop across the... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the thing with the worm... Dark. Is they... The game is dark. <laughs> in every sense. Just... Um, so the thing with the worms is that they uh, inhibit your movement mm-hmm. and they just keep you going on a straight line. You can't turn around and you can't jump and you can't grab anything i don't think. you can still jump can you there was definitely stuff that i would have been just able to kidding. get over as the worm you could definitely yeah, jump I guess you're right yeah my bad because it's the part right. with the saw you have to get over while you're glow worm that's right but you can't you can't change direction nope. until you hit um a light source and then the glow worm will be like ah, i hate the light and yeah. like make you turn around. and it turns around yeah yeah, right. yeah yeah so the game uses that mechanic to sort of coax you into certain paths and um you, yeah. They use it for puzzle solving and stuff. Too. Oh yeah, and the other way to get rid of them is to you have to these weird creatures that also kind of hang down yeah. from the ceilings and stuff. You have to jump up towards also proof that you can jump because you have to jump towards those things. <laughs> I I didn't say you were wrong. I misremembered. <laughs> fine, fine. <laughs> and so one of them can like bite it off your head and go, which is also brilliantly introduced in the game. Just I love the way this game foreshadows itself so well because there's another section right before you get to those where you see those little things and they're fighting over a worm like in the mm-hmm. air and they're like pulling it apart and stuff and like I remember the first time playing it and getting one stuck in my head and I was just like oh I gotta get back to one of those little fuckers who eat those things gonna go find those guys okay cool yeah 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 which is an which is so cool because like if you're not if like you would miss that detail like you might have been. I mean, you wouldn't have been fucked because you would have gotten there eventually. Yeah, eventually you would have like, You would have figured it out. Yeah, the game does a really good way. Like, has a good way of non-verbally communicating what you should be doing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, and just in general, as like, I don't play a lot of like puzzle games because some of them it's just like it's a little bit too. I don't know, I feel like puzzle mechanics can get a little bit too full of themselves, if that makes any sense. No, please elaborate. It's, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's certain games where, and these are uh, these are Aaron Hansen's of uh, the Game Grumps, uh, where it's not mine, where it sort of turns into, it's, sometimes puzzle games can miss the mark in terms of like it being that, like it's, it's it becomes not about solving the puzzle itself and it becomes about like whatever like the main game goal was if that makes any sense where it's like it's it's about the game makes it about like oh you got the door open or like oh you got the chest open or blah blah blah, blah where the satisfaction from 
for me at least, in, in a game like this, for like completing a puzzle, is going, oh, I got it. <laughs> like I figured out the satisfaction of knowing that you were right. Mm, okay. And that's where Limbo does really, really well for me in terms of like, you know, just like looking at something, playing, dying six or seven times, and then looking at it again and finally going, I see how it all clicks. Mm, and then being okay. able to go, yes, 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 and then knowing you're right and going through. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Do you see, do you see what I mean I now? I, th- I think I see what you're getting at. It's not, it's not about bashing your head against a puzzle. It's yeah. about looking at a puzzle and going, I think I can get that, and then being right about it. Yeah, and then eventually being right about it. I get you, I get you. Yeah, but yeah. still sort of enjoying the journey of going like, I think I got it. Okay, no, not right. Okay, I think I got it. No, okay, but I'm getting closer. Mm-hmm. I'm getting there. And being able to sort of like see yourself like going, okay, 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 ah, now I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. that's what it is. It's not like um, the, the like antithesis that I can think of for this is like those puzzles where you're like sliding the pieces of the picture around and you have like one open space and you're trying to yeah. to like get the picture all together. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not fun. No, because <laughs> well, that's, that's just pure... Yeah. trial and error with no like thought behind it where this is trial and error but it's still making you go like okay but how yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's, I the, get you. Okay. it's the figuring out the how that, that i really really appreciate about it mm-hmm. um and something else that i discovered while i was looking into this game and just like checking stuff out because um i was inspired by you on our last episode for uh, spirit fair which please go check out it's a great episode and a great game if you haven't played it also play the game <laughs> i'll never stop talking about that game anymore never you've created a monster yep <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was the way you look into like you know like the the the, the development company and like all that stuff and whatnot. So I did a little oh. bit of digging too. Oh sure, yeah. And just found out some cool stuff. So like I said at the beginning, um, it's developed by this company called Play Dead. They also did the game um, Inside, mm-hmm. which is very very similar to this game. Different story, different look to it. Also check out Inside. It's a fantastic game. We're gonna talk about it soon too. <laughs> just to tease everybody a little bit. Um, but the actual uh, game director for this game was a gentleman named uh, Art Jensen, who the, uh, he directed both this one and Inside actually. And just something I appreciated about like kind of digging into like the putting together the game and whatnot was finding out that um, Play Dead Studio was very much on his side in terms of like how he wanted to put the game together and the things that he wanted to have in the game and keeping it mm-hmm. very very close to his vision, like was looking into stuff and apparently um like uh shareholders people who have like you know vested interest vested interest and money into the into the company into mm-hmm. making the game and whatnot really really wanted him to age up the look of the main character of the game <clears throat> because they thought it was going to be too brutal for people to actually enjoy the game if you're watching a child die over and over and over again that makes a lot of sense it does make a lot of sense but the way they wanted to do it at one point was apparently just to like to put a little mustache on the kid Especially I was just like, so you oh. wanted, to, so you just wanted the guy to make Dark Mario, is yeah, what? Dark Mario. That's not, what it would have. That's what everyone would have called it. Not Dario. Not Dario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if Wario didn't already exist, I'd be like, that's like his dark brother. <laughs> it's a me, Dario. <laughs> <laughs> just funny. dies over right, and over and over exactly. again. Uh, but and, and just like just little things like that that I really appreciate and just like you know talking about just like how they wanted him to make the game longer age up the character they wanted to find a way to add multiplayer to the game which I don't totally other than like a co-op thing yeah I mean I could see that in like um like in the same way of like um <coughs> I don't know 
Did you ever play like Splinter Cell two player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, that stuff. Like the in the like you gotta do this so I can do this so you can do this so you, you know like co op puzzle solving. I could I see, see it. I could see it, but my only thing for that was that I felt like that would kind of take away the feeling of isolation in the game too. Oh, you I feel very right. alone. Mm-hmm. No, I I I hear you. I could see it happening, but I hear you. I think it's better without it. Me too. Me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I ultimately I think it's better without it too. Mm-hmm. And objectively, I mean, I could see why people would say like, oh, you need to make this longer, or you like you need to add more to it. You need to do more because it feels like there's not a lot but it's one of those instances i think where less is more yeah especially when just like especially for, for me personally there's a lot of games that i play where i just feel like it's like i understand we're in a different medium and you can have all this stuff in here but it just feels like you're adding in a bunch of fluff that i don't need and not all of it is like super enjoyable like yeah. Like, I get you can do it, but I don't want to go collect 120 fucking acorns. Like, this doesn't... This doesn't add anything to me. You're just sending me <laughs> off on a random fucking task. <laughs> you, you don't want to collect all 120 of the, the collectibles? No, I don't I don't want that. No, no, no. I do, in certain senses, I do if it's fun. Like, the, to me, a prime example of having that stuff in is the... Um, which one would that have been? Oh, the second Assassin's Creed game. I was gonna say Assassin's Creed. Yeah, Assassin's Creed, Creed has that stuff, fun. but for for the but particularly for Assassin's Creed Two, it felt um, like I, I was gonna be able to do it, and it was fun to like mm-hmm. like for the feathers like hopping around and building the building, the building and what I'm collecting that stuff. I never want that stuff to feel like a chore. Yeah, is yeah, what I mean. Very very. Yeah. And I feel like, because there are some collectibles in this game, like I said, you can find like these little like orbs, like that kind secret of, areas, like secret yeah, areas and stuff like that. For him, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, did you get the achievement for going left for the first yes. time? <laughs> yes. I don't know why. That one just tickles me so much. That is the first... Okay. Peek behind the curtain. That is the first thing I do in any 2D platformer. You just go to the right to see what happens. Ever. Yeah. If they're like, okay, let's... Yeah, first level. You know, let's go Let's go this way. Like, this is where the level is. And I'm like, no. What's back yeah. here? What's back here? What's What are you hiding? <laughs> That's why the whole thing, and um, I don't know if you, I don't know if you watched the movie or read the book Ready Player One. I've seen the movie. Okay, so that's why that whole thing and the race at the beginning drove me nuts. I'm like, he's the first guy to think, let's go backwards. Uh, very In true. a world very where video games have been around forever, he's the first one to think, well, let's go that way. And you needed a dumb <laughs> fucking clue to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it seemed like something else in Ready Player One. And it was like a race. Like, in a racing game, who thinks go backwards? Well, okay. <laughs> I, hold on. Am I the only person who ever played racing games with their friends where they were the one who would just turn the car around and just try to fuck up their race? <laughs> That's the thing. Oh, it's, you've never done that with your... It's so no. much fun. Oh, yeah. You just pull you at the beginning and just go the other way on the track. <laughs> uh, I was good enough that I didn't have to do that. Yeah, and some of us play games for fun. <laughs> <laughs> some of us play and win, so... <laughs> We're not this competitive. Why are we doing this right now? I am this competitive. Fair enough. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't care. I'm the guy that goes backwards on the racetrack. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> you, would, you would solve the, the thing in Ready Player One and then oh, win it off. <laughs> me, I would. Yeah. <laughs> Only problem is when they could come up to me and they're just like, how did you figure it out? I'd be like, figure what out? <laughs> I was just trying to fuck other people up and end up in a weird garage. <laughs> like, I'm the only one coming out of the fucking thing with the prize if I pissed. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, so Limbo's a great game. 
This has gone a little off the rails. <laughs> this, this whole day has been off the rails for this episode. No, it's been great, though. Um, yeah, I just... We, we talked about it a little bit at the beginning. Another slight peek behind the curtain. Brendan asked me at the beginning before we started recording. He was like, so why limbo today? Just so we could talk about that a little bit. And just yeah. like... I don't... I can't totally articulate exactly what it is about this game that makes it so special to me. But I just... I remember when it came out... I looked at it and thought, this is something really, really different and interesting, especially for when it came out. And for me, especially for a platformer, too. Because I think of that, I don't, I can't really think of, like, a platformer like that that had that kind of tone. Mm. Like, there have been platformers that are dark and, like, and more violent and have, mm. like, a much more serious theme and tone to them and whatnot. Mm. But on this level of just, like, being able to get, like, this... We always talk about it like with us as far as like story and feeling and stuff goes. Mm -hmm. It's the first time I played something like this that really got this like feeling across to me mm -hmm. in terms of just like this emptiness and loneliness that you feel throughout the game. And yeah. that was the part that I got. I've always been really fascinated in with this game. And I just, I don't know. There's something about that way of like doing things in the game that I just, I just love it. Yeah. It's, um, you get, it's kind of like how we've talked about on Spirit Fair where you kind of take some of the like clutter out of the way and you're mm -hmm. just able to appreciate the what the like game developers are trying to communicate yeah. the plot and the story and all of that you're just able to kind of experience that without all the stress of everything else kind of the same thing here you don't have a lot you don't have like an inventory you're trying to manage or collectibles or yada 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 yeah. so you're just able to like enjoy this you know what this is yeah for you, what it is you are enjoying exactly what it is that the creator of the game wanted you to wanted you to enjoy mm -hmm. which again is also why i appreciated the stories that i heard on the development team of just like them really backing the director on the game yeah as far as being like no no, no man awesome. we, we we are here to get your vision across we're not worried about investors we're not worried about like da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. and it's like to get something slightly annoying too because it's happened to me twice now so i bought limbo on uh steam oh, so yeah. i can play it mm -hmm. and then like <clears throat> a week afterwards it came out for free on game pass mm -hmm. <clears throat> which is great but the game is now like 10 something years old at this point should have gotten a date down but it's an older game at this yeah. point, and it's still, like, being put on, like, newer consoles and still being sold on, like, things and whatnot, and it does really well, and I still haven't... I don't know a lot of people that I talk to who don't who have played this game and don't like it mm -hmm. on some level. Even if they just enjoy, like, the platform mechanics of it, mm -hmm. I don't know a lot of people who don't like this game. Mm -hmm. And there's something... To me, there's something to that, especially finding out what they did for the director, just, like, having his package like that, that says, like, hey, maybe if you just hire smart, talented people... And kind of, obviously, you can't just, like, I don't believe in free reign for artists because we're psychopaths. But <laughs> we are, we're lunatics by, like, nature. And I love that about, about it. But just, like, sort of letting a director kind of be like, here's what I want this to be and here's how I want things to go. In my, and here's my vision for it. And then just supporting them in that endeavor. Turns out you get something that is very personal to them, but is also very reachable to a lot of people. Because there's something to this game that, like, kind of hits, like, a little deeper than, like, a standard platformer would be. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. I totally agree. Um, <clears throat> it's it's that experience of loneliness, I think. Mm -hmm. It just, like, really hits, uh, hits you right here. Yeah. The experience of loneliness and just, like, looking for something to end that feeling of loneliness. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what it breaks down to. Yeah. yeah. And something that just feels sort of... It's getting the feeling of something that just feels close but out of reach at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That I really like, which is a big, which is kind of the whole thing about depth. We did two 
games back to back that were about death. <laughs> well, you did. Uh, well, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had a very fun in between game. Fair enough. <laughs> but both on opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of like the discussion of death, which yeah, I also think is very very interesting. Yeah, very. Uh, so where can people find? Uh, Limbo. It's on I'm, which one? One of the passes. Um, I'm pretty. Yeah, it's free right now on Game Pass. I and like I complained as a fucking bit. It's like six bucks on Steam. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and, and the most, and it, it's it's. I think it's on everything now. I think it's it's. It, I know it's on PlayStation. I'm pretty sure it's on the Switch now as well. And mm-hmm. on that, I think it's like maybe fifteen, twenty bucks, something like that. Oh man, I think that would be too much. But probably, yeah, probably somewhere around, yeah. somewhere around that area. But like. 20 bucks or so if that's it it's totally worth the price like if you haven't played this game i'd really really recommend it it does something it does something really really interesting Absolutely. as a platformer is kind of where it's kind of, it's kind of where i get to with it it's mm-hmm. why it's continued to keep my interest for this long and why i want to talk about it on the show <laughs> well, excellent well i think it was a good idea thank you for for suggesting it yeah thank you for letting me ramble about it <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about this wonderfully macabre title. Um, if you played Limbo, what are your thoughts about it? Please be sure to let us know. And as always, if you have any ideas for future games that we can cover on the show, you can send us an email at 3bopodcastteam at gmail.com. And you can also keep up to date with us on all of our social media accounts. We are found everywhere at 3bopodcast. That's Twitter. That's Facebook. That's Instagram. And that's TikTok. You can follow us on all of those. Make sure that you like this video if you enjoyed it. Uh, Drop a comment, uh, please, uh, and make sure you hit that bell button, too, so that you can know when our new episodes are coming out. Thanks, guys. Bye. We're also on Grindr.